Hey guys, it's Adam of the Dollar Bin. Uh, last week you listened to J. Chris Campbell interview me about the Dollar Bin, and this week you're going to listen to me possibly interviewing J. Chris Campbell if he says anything. We'll see what he has to say. Uh, see, hard hitting questions. So I'm going to interview J. Chris Campbell this week in our series of people who are very influential and instrumental even to the Dollar Bin and the Dollar Bin success. J. Chris Campbell, you are here with me, correct? I am here with you, Adam. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to think like you were coming up with the title there, and I'm like, oh, I don't, yeah, I don't, it, you know, is it? It is the, I guess, the influencers of the dollar bin. Or? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, we we I don't know what I am actually. So you are J. Chris Campbell, yeah. Um, and let's get into that real quick because naming things is hard. Yeah. Naming things naming is things the is, hardest thing in the world because really. once you've named it, it's, it's named. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a name. Yeah, and you can't right. You can't. It's hard to. <laughs> it's hard to name I, things. Yeah. I named. Uh, I used to do uh, children. You've had to name children. I've had to name actual children, <laughs> which I feel really good about the yeah. outcome on. Yeah, Get a lot of comments on their names. That That's are good. Really cool. That's so good. I, I think I did okay there. <laughs> yeah, but I stuck with family names, so that's yeah. kind of yeah. I crutched it a little bit there, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then hid the weird names within their names. The middle names is when you get kind of a little more out there and kind of. Yeah. But unfortunately, when you're naming stuff, yeah. you don't have middle names to it no. that you can hide. Yeah. You know, like I hide my first name with a J, Chris yeah. Campbell. See, my first name, which is not a weird name, but it's just there. <laughs> but um, what I was going to say yes. is that I used to draw robots and email them out every day. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. yeah. You and they were like, called yeah. Three Minute Robots. Yeah, I remember that. And so they it's had weird, this little yeah. thing, it was 3MR, but I did. And so I did over 500 <laughs> of those suckers and emailed them out. <laughs> and then I was like, everybody kept saying, what is a three minute robot? <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness. Because they were small when I printed them. Because they're just really uh -huh. simple things. Yeah. And it was like, I can't. I can't call these things three minute robots, you know, and it was just stuck with it. So eventually I was able to stop doing them long enough and started calling them all neato bots. So at this time they're all neato bots and hopefully the people who think of them as three minute robots have been converted to neato bots. I actually honestly never put together. I, I was, I completely, I remember you doing the three minute right. robots and I'm very familiar with your Nito bots now, right? But I never, think of them never, one, yeah. never transitioned from the one to the other. Yeah. yeah. Well, I that's just, okay. I guess, I guess maybe, maybe, right. maybe, yeah. I pictured your three minute robots under the Nito bots umbrella. Probably. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> hey, that's fine. That's totally fine. They were specific. <laughs> they Nito were bots. specific ones. They All were three, three minute robots. Minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of that name. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, so, talking about names. Yeah, talking name about names things. because one of the things that I w we can go into real quick is um, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit how we met after this, but you are the uh, – you've got the publishing group. I don't even know what you call those things. I mean it's not a company. Exactly. No. It's uh, – but um, Wide Awake Press. Yeah. It was kind of a company maybe. Would it be – Is it incorporated? It's or not is incorporated. It, is it licensed? But it is a <laughs> – I mean you can have companies yeah. that are a DBA or something that does stuff. Yeah, I don't think I've ever written it down as a <laughs> thing. So maybe it's not a company. I don't know. It's more of a group, I guess. Yeah. It is a group. Yeah. It's like a, com a community of yeah. Wide Awake Press. So what is Wide Awake Press and how did it get its name? Um, Wide Awake Press that was before I met you. Is, a, is, <laughs> is a publishing thing that I started that originally was going to be called Posted because I wanted to go around and post posters of just weird stuff around and i wanted to call it posted and then eventually i was like oh wait i want to call this wide awake because we're awakening people or something like that something real you know stupid artsy so going to comic book shows and everything my friend Dwayne and i ran into top shelf and they had all these mini comic things that is the first time I was exposed to small press, like handmade stuff that he had. There were like small batch that he called them. So he had this bin of stuff that you could get stuff that he was getting from SPX. Anyway, we saw all this stuff and we we're like, oh my God, we I want to do this. These screen printed covers and handmade <laughs> things are amazing. Let's do this. And I was doing a comic locally for the local alt news weekly. 
and it was called The Aging Disease. And so I had a bunch of those, and they were horizontal. And so we collected those, and Dwayne was doing a comic in the same paper called Sucks Me Eggs. And so we collected those, and I got two of my other friends, one friend, Andrew Davis, who is a pottery person now. He's always drawn, and it was a huge influence on me on drawing. I mean, he drew all the time, constantly drew, constantly. It was one of those people that had a sketchbook, and if you were somewhere, he was drawing in the sketchbook while y'all were talking. Like, it was a, there was no stopping it. So I saw all this stuff he was doing and was influenced by him. We all collected comics. So I got him to do something also. And then there was another friend of mine who drew all the time, but I never think I saw anything he did sequentially (laughs) as a comic. So anyway, we're like, okay, let's do a comic. And we put this thing together and it was wide awake and it was the first one. And we screen printed the covers because Dwayne worked at a screen printing place. And the guy that worked there was like, yeah, you can screen print here. So we screen printed the covers and put them together on a copy. I think we actually paid someone to put them together, the first one. But it was only, there were a hundred of them. We went to Kinko's and they assembled them. Expensive. Yeah, it was expensive. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody got five copies, except for me. I had all the rest because <laughs> we were going to shows. And mm-hmm. We may have gotten them. Anyway, so that was Wide Awake 1, yeah. which was just a collection <laughs> of stuff that we did, except for new material by Andrew Davis and Mike Gowan. We kept that horizontal format moving forward, and I tried to do one, I think it was every year. I didn't really have a schedule for it. It was just we did it. And then I started doing mini-comics of things also i'm wondering i wish i had them in front of me but anyway we don't have to run through all of them so it was wide awake i did one which was screen printed there were a hundred of them wide awake two which had a lot more people in it covered with screen printed and it looks like a uh, abraham lincoln on the front wide awake three which included a pack i think that's the one no no no, that what do we sorry why do wait two was Dwayne did the cover of there's 200 why do wait three there are 300 and his aren't as yellow and red with Lincoln on it why do wait four <laughs> is so they increased in numbers <laughs> and people in it yeah the actually the first alley mm-hmm. is in why do wait five I believe is the first alley that was in print because mm-hmm. it beat his many his little collection so if you want if you're a collector wide awake five has the first alley in it and that is the one that has a toe of feet on the front and has scratch and sniff fingernails toenails and you open it up and the end sheets are toilet paper that was the last one and then there was the actual book which was wide awake six 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 and that's where we came in and met you a horror anthology. Yeah. I thought for some reason y'all met us at five. No. Nope. No why. I met you, and this is where it gets into where we are. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, you, no, you that's no, I mean, the, the backstory's necessary. Yeah, it's necessary. Right. So at Acme Comics and Records, one of the participants in the Dollar Bin podcast, as you've learned about last week right. or last time yeah. I posted, yeah. <laughs> was Josh Drews. Yes. And Josh uh, was a uh, regular at Acme. And he was uh, did some stuff with the dollar bin. So he has a page in, or a page or two, maybe. I think I, I, he's at least one. But he was a print artist. He kind of yeah. he kind of did some stuff. So he has a page in Wide Awake Six Six Six. Yes. So these were for sale at Acme Comics and Records. Oh, okay. And Josh had a, a page in it, and we all want to support Josh. So right. we uh, we all bought Wide Awake Six Six Six, which I'm holding in my hand right now. Yeah, see it. Uh, <laughs> see. See this cover? Oh, it's glory. And I didn't know anybody in this book except for Josh. Wow. When we bought this book. I didn't know anything about this book when I bought this book, Wide Awake 666. And when I bought it and I realized that this publisher was in Greenville, South Carolina. (laughs) You're like, blah. I was like, I need to meet this guy. I need to meet these people. Who is this J. Chris Campbell fella? um, Who lives in Greenville? Did you know it was me when you saw that? Uh, yeah, I read through it and I read like the liner notes and everything. And I believe it says in here because, um, or maybe I asked Josh, I don't know. I knew your name. Yeah, I don't, 
After I bought this, it says anything about you specifically? I don't think I don't know. My covers, my covers coming off. Publisher, uh, I've or opened a, this so many times. It, yeah, it J. Doesn't Chris. Have, doesn't have slow card. No, no, we're just like reading this you book read now. The, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's no. <laughs> I don't think like, there is. There's like designer Indisha, yeah, Indisha, Indisha. Is Scott Ellenberg? Who's yeah? Introduction, preface, yeah, preface. There's no. I didn't think there was. No, like maybe a, there's not. So I guess Josh. <laughs> I guess Josh told us. It actually is a three boys production on the back. Yeah, it's not even. Wide awake press on the. Uh, it says it's right there. On yeah, the it says wide awake, wide awake press. press. Yeah, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and three boys production <laughs> to distributor. Yeah, and inside it's it got is a, not even. Yeah, I don't see anything in there. No, so you I guess Josh. I guess Josh all this told and us. Go to, yeah. Jake Chris Campbell is afraid of the dark and makes robots <laughs> to battle monsters under his bed. Founding father of Greenville-based comic publisher Wide Awake. Oh, so maybe that's what maybe that yeah. That, he that also kinda... created the comic Zigzag, <laughs> Zigzag, featuring the Attic Bugs. Yes, upstate South Carolina <laughs> elected him their best local artist and will not uh, will wait will not let him leave the house except for special comic-related events. Yeah, you write that yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> the uh so it was either that or because Josh. I remember I think I came to I think I came to Greenville Comic Con, maybe kinda hoping to see I don't think you guys were set up at that Greenville Comic Con. Um it was around this time. But uh I didn't really know anybody and I just kinda walked around. But at Heroes Con I saw that you guys were gonna be at Heroes Con or that you specifically and I said, I need to meet this guy. So I hunted you down at Heroes Con. And I believe, and I don't remember if you remember how we met at Heroes Con, because apparently you didn't know we met at Heroes Con. I did, yeah. (laughs) From what I remember, I was like, I got to find this guy. I was found a table, and we were just walking the aisles. I I was like, in my head, I was like, I'm going to find this guy. But we were like, Brian and Chris were like, we're going through every aisle. So we're going through every aisle. And we stop off in, uh, in well, I guess at the time, I didn't know, it was Indie Island. Right. We stopped yeah. off in Indie yeah. Island. I don't know if I started talking to you. I think Chris or Brian maybe was already talking to you when I got there. And I don't think you knew who, I think at that point you were familiar with the dollar bill. I think so, yeah. Because I remember when I, we, it actually dawned on both of us who we were talking to right. at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And I remember it was kind of this shocked moment of like, oh, I was hoping I'd run into you guys. Right. And I was like, I was looking for you. Right. And it was like this really weird yeah. Like thing where like we you had heard of us and you were familiar and then yeah and then we were actually looking for you as well because yeah. I was like I need to learn about I need to what is this yeah. this one guy in Greenville <laughs> like this guy this is <laughs> like a, a small public yeah. it's like mind blowing to me so um I I had to seek you out and I did and I'm really glad I did because Yay. now we are here because yeah. that one this one book that one book this book which is an amazing book it's an amazing anthology you, you can still few, buy that book. you have a few of these still right yeah, you can still buy so, that book why do we why do we six 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 you you have it anywhere online right now or is it only at shows yeah it's online um at uh, amazon mm-hmm. and you can uh, buy it at shows and get doodles in it yes. the cool thing is so the many. interior pages were designed by eleanor davis yeah and she did an amazing job, and I'm so <laughs> thankful that all the people that did things for that did it, but especially hers because it allows for people to draw different monsters in the interior uh, around the monsters that she drew. So it's a fantastic it's a fantastic addition to the book. Um, and, and everything about that book, uh, Justin Gammon drew the cover and put everything together for it um, and designed it, so all the pages that he laid out and added textures to and designed and did all kinds of amazing little detail work to it just, it turned out fantastic. So I'm, I'm very proud of that book. Um, it is the last wide awake, like banner printed book that is there as the, I guess the series of self-titled wide awakes, but it's not the last anthology. We did other mm-hmm. anthologies and they're all, digital downloads and we did print some of them but it was weird because i remember not knowing like i podcasts were still pretty new yeah and i remember running across yours and i don't know if i saw it in a shit y'all weren't set up at the show no no um here's con was the i went like i said i went to greenville comic-con by myself once because because i'd never been to a comic convention before and right. i was like oh there's a local i think i'm still living in columbia at the time but i my family here in greenville and i went in i walked around and just kind of like i think that's i met uh francesco francovia 
okay. at that show. Yeah. And um, that's really all I remember, like, meeting or running into. I had no idea what to do. Right. I had no idea who anybody was. I bought a few books there. Um, the only thing that really stuck with me was Francesco, though. Right. And uh, and then Heroes Con was the first time the dollar bin. Now, Heroes Con is at, oh, you know, I want, I think, free comic book day at Richard's. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really doing what he's doing now. No. And Dollar Ben set up in the basement. Yes, at Free Comic Book Day at yes. Richards. That's before Heroes Con. That was. That's how. I, um, then I think that was. The yeah, but I didn't meet you then. I had met you. I wasn't there. God, was that that same year? Was that? Uh, that I think that I'm was pretty the year sure I was before there. Heroes Con. I think that was the year before Heroes Con that we set up in the basement. I think I might have been. Maybe at, it was the year after Heroes we'll Con. To, yeah, well, I guess I'll we should have sorted yeah. all that out. Yeah. <laughs> that's not. What it's <laughs> We're going to talk about it's history. Not a, it's not about specifics eh, anyway. Right, it's about whatever. the feeling. Yeah. It's about the feeling. It's amazing. It was yeah. like it was like the Earth had aligned <laughs> with the other Earth from other dimensions and everything. Thing was shining as bright as the sunniest day you could ever have and it was like ah. so but it's like you are the only member of like this comics community this wide awake press kind of thing and all the everything had branched off that i remember meeting like Dwayne was always there right andy was always there you know yeah. like all those guys that i've met since meeting you right um i think like meeting you was like where the line got drawn yeah and then everybody I mean, else i'm the one <laughs> <laughs> well you meet the head honcho and you're like okay this guy and then you find yeah. out oh wow he's not really anything who else you got around here <laughs> But, <laughs> Who's really doing the stuff here? But since then, you did mention like you guys have done some more anthologies. You've done Eats and uh, yeah. uh, Prosaic. We did Prosaic. Eats. Yeah. And then after Eats, I was like, I'm going to do. And that's a food based anthology. That is a food based anthology. Yeah. Free that Comic Book we Day, right? Printed for Free Comic Book Day. Right. And went and printed a whole bunch of comics and gave them away for free and you, at Borderlands. Borderlands. Right. And that was when. Uh, and sat there. And that was that's when early, Stan, that's when early, Stan yeah. still had Borderlands. Yeah. That was an early free comic book day. So mm-hmm. like people coming in hardly even knew what free comic book day was. Mm-hmm. And then we're there as artists mm-hmm. set up drawing and stuff and selling some things, but also giving away Eats as a free comics anthology. Yeah. And there wasn't a ton of people that came out that year because it was, again, it was a new thing. I can't remember if it was the second year. Well, I guess again, and, and you know what? That could be the year that we were, at, we Richards were at Richards and you were doing yeah. eats at Borderlands. I believe yeah. that that's probably what. I, yeah. So I we did eats, yeah. and it was fun. It was a download the same day we gave some away for free. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I gave some away for free is because I had access to a copier machine. <laughs> I did, you know, always have, helps when doing. I had to eat. Yeah, I had to eat the cost of paper and everything like that too. But it was like I'm giving away comics for free. This is going to be cool and fun. And then you're there, and it's like they don't even know what they're there. It's free comic book day is not a thing. And, like, if I did it now, it would just be amazing. I don't know why I haven't done it. But since then, every year I do, or every year after that, Mm-hmm. The next year, I was like, okay, we're doing a free comic book day because comic book shops aren't everywhere. The internet is the future, and I'm going to let people download comics for free on free comic book day. And they'll see a comic from artists that they've never seen before, and they'll have links to those artists, and they can go and follow those artists and appreciate the other things or purchase things from them. And I can't pay you to do be a part of this, but it'll be fun, and we'll be together in this thing that we can talk about on free comic book day, mm-hmm. where a lot of us didn't have shops, or a lot of people didn't have shops around them. So we did Eats, and then we did Piltdown, Piltdown which right. was the yeah. first one which started with the dinosaurs and mm-hmm. built down is that's what i was thinking reference of, yeah. of the uh fake dinosaur finding i can't remember all the specifics of it right now but it was that's why we named it built down yeah and then after that we did ancient i think was uh, next yeah. ancient it's a good one Isn't that right ancient was next or wasn't there one ancient only yeah, a dusty i remember dusty had a good piece of yeah and harbin and then there is 
Does that Michael Jackson count? Is that a pre-comic oh, the thing? Michael Jackson tribute was not a download. That wasn't. That was there printed was, though. Yeah, it was yeah. a printed one that we did. And it wasn't Michael free either. No, it wasn't free. <laughs> that was just one. Yeah. That was like, I think about it. I knew that. Yeah. I mean, Michael Jackson passed away. Yeah, I love Michael Jackson. Love he was Michael a huge Jackson. influence on me. Just period, growing up with him, and it was just like I knew so many people who were moved by it. And Jim Mafu did this amazingly cool drawing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that needs to be printed and <laughs> distributed. And then I contacted him about using it. He's like, yeah. And so I just started getting everybody that I knew to do something. Yeah. And so by SPX, we had a Michael Jackson tribute book. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I just printed enough for that. But then I reprinted one other time just because people were like, I love that Michael Jackson book. <laughs> and it also showed me a little bit about how doing something that's recognizable like that really does sell compared to <laughs> if you just have crazy neato bots yeah. there that no one recognizes um especially yeah. michael jackson when he died but i that's why i did it i was like yeah. someone's gonna do this mm-hmm. i'm gonna do it first because <laughs> i can and i'm paying attention <laughs> yeah and i've got the resources so i did it and that was in between there somewhere i know in each one of those two like piltdown there's not a physical copy of Mm-hmm. But ancient, there's a physical copy of that. Yeah, I remember seeing. Yeah, it's pretty thick. There's a yeah. thick book. Why am I forgetting the other one? There's three. Oh, Jabberwacky. Oh, Jabber. Yeah. Okay. Jabberwacky, which yeah. is the medieval mm-hmm. time period one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How could I forget that one? <laughs> so it was fun just doing those two, and I would do promotional videos and everything for those. Mm-hmm. And, their download free comic book day. Mm-hmm. And and I got to do people that I, I would go to comic shows. SPX is the big one. Of course, I finally mm-hmm. knew about that. I would go there and see people and get their comics and say, Oh man, they're awesome. And get them to do something for wide awake presses download. And then I would go to fluke and see people. Or if I ran across people at heroes con, mm-hmm. I would ask them. And it, it was really amazing. The amount of people that I've asked that were very receptive and contributed. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm lucky to, have had them do anything if you go back and look at those they're nice little time capsules too you know of Mm -hmm. people doing things and uh at the top of their you know right at the pinnacle of things happening i was able to get a few awesome (laughs) key people you know so it was fun and i I liked i liked it i liked i I think about it all the time Mm -hmm. i want to do a western (laughs) one Really bad. Good. Yeah. I really want to do a Western one. Yeah. And then, of course, I want to do a future one. Yeah. I want to do them, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> and uh, actually, on the last one, I didn't even get mine done because I was too busy kind of like putting following people up and putting mm-hmm. together and getting a website for it up or the promotion up for it. And like, it just is, is more work than you think it is. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, you've yeah. the the yeah. all-star stuff is well, not it's like like I, so I, I'll, we go into that next okay like i was gonna ask another thing but we'll come back to that in a minute because you kind of um so yeah so dollar band started doing our books we right. started doing our dollar band anthologies we did um we started out with the um i don't like it was like called dollar i can't dollar band friends assembled friends assembled that was yeah. our our initial uh anthologies that we did. I think we did five dollar band friends assembled and the very first one we did this was inspired by seeing what you guys did like i had no idea that you, i could do that like you're who introduced me to mini comics like spx fluke right all those things i went to those because i met you guys i met you really it was you because i met every like you know brad and and josh lada brad mcginty josh lada right. eleanor davis and, and all these people I had no idea i didn't know they existed and, and you're like hey there's this thing and i was already pretty excited about like the mini comics and anthologies and stuff that you were doing and that I'd seen, and then there was this thing in SPX in Baltimore. I was like, I live yeah, in Bethesda, right. and I was like, I my family lives up there. I I, I need to go to this, and uh, opened up my whole mind to this whole other world of comics. It's amazing, which that, it's, when that happens, uh, it's, it? it is it's just like Dude, what I can't remember what it was. It spent like it spent like well over three hundred dollars at my first SPX, yeah. and and it, this was back when SPX, SPX. A lot of people have like uh, print on demand books, and there's right. twenty dollar trades and yeah. like graphic novels that people are doing, um, taking big chances like that. But this was. This is like two to five dollar books, right? Like I spent like three hundred dollars on like yeah, uh, maybe a couple like ten dollar books because yeah. they're screen printed and yeah. stuff. Back in the day, but, you yeah. could run through there and get a oh my god stack of yeah. stuff 
It's for all 20 new. bucks, you could come out with all kinds of crazy little yeah. stuff. I mean, like you introduced me to all people, you introduced and all sorts of people, not all people. I met some people without you, but um, <laughs> you introduced me to all sorts of people. Like, like look at yeah. everyone out you know, I, I am sure. <laughs> but I, I, you know, like the guys in the Wide Awake 666 that I met because of uh, through, through this book and became familiar with. Um, you know, like Joe Lambert and Josh Cotter and like I said, Eleanor Davis and Drew and all those all these amazing, amazing Chris Pitzer's in that wide awake six six six. I have a sketch from Chris Pitzer in my wide awake. That's a rare rare commodity right there. (laughs) It is. Uh, there's a few people I'm actually missing. That you oh, said really? there's a few that like you don't even know. Yeah, I would yeah. never, there I would never see ever. Um, so there's a few people in there that I'm still missing, but I've got a large portion of people in my white awake six six six. But but we started doing these uh, these these anthologies, these dollar bin friends assembled, um, and like the very first one, we did this whole thing where we each uh, we everybody contributed on one page. It was the contribution from the artist, and on the other page, we actually did a like a bio post about the artist on the very first that was only on the first one right there was like a lot of contention and like how we wrote some of that out and so contention yeah yeah it's just fun well there is a big argument because like there is it was if you read your bio right in there there was um i think devin wrote yours or not your bio but a quote about you right i think devin wrote it and Devin, in, in the, I don't know if the original quote got posted or what, <laughs> but he basically said, like, none of this would be possible without J. Chris Campbell. <laughs> and uh, there was a big argument, um, and I won't go into the details about right. it. Yeah. But essentially, it was like, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he yeah. helped, right. yes. But, but he, we could have done yeah, this without, without J. Chris him. Campbell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was like this whole discussion. Right. It was heavy. That's uh, funny. That's, that's <laughs> it was funny. very early on. I'm glad there to was, be a part of that. There was a very, very, you almost split up <laughs> right. the dollar bit. Oh, like wow. the dollar bit almost split because like that guy. J. Chris Campbell <laughs> brought it all together and then destroyed <laughs> right. it all without even being involved at all. Uh, but we did all these things. We did uh, the Friends Assembled and we stopped doing that and because you were talked about like, you know, doing these anthologies and getting these contributors and like inviting people and like making sure they get the work in and following up with them yeah. and all that stuff. And the very last dollar bin friends assemble we did, it was like 80 pages yeah. or something. It was huge. It's nuts. I left one story out. Uh Oh, Henry Udy, uh- who was the first person to submit his, the first person to get it in. I left Henry's out. Because it was so big, oh. and um, Patrick Deans, I pay, I printed page two twice instead of one and two, mm. and I was like, it's too big, I can't do it. Yeah, it's too big, it's it's too involved. I'm losing track of things, right? And I'm tired of like having to like stick on people, like, hey, can you get this in? Hey, can you yeah. get this in? Hey, can you get this in? And we're not paying, like you said, right? We're not exactly. paying. You feel so terrible. Not, yeah, you feel Number terrible. One, you feel terrible. Yeah, that you're asking yeah. for them to do it first, right? And then you have to go back and say. Hey, 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 there's a deadline right. for something I'm you're not getting paid for. To remind you <laughs> of the thing you don't need to be doing. <laughs> but would you mind letting me know when you think yeah. you could squeeze in something that mm-hmm. you shouldn't even have to do <laughs> and get it to me because yeah. I want to make sure you're in there. Yeah. And it's like, it is the worst. But the cool thing is the people that I was able to work with and have done stuff with are awesome people. None of them are oh, like, yeah. and, and and a lot of them, so it was very rare they can't that do they something. would say, yeah, it was very rare so that they just finally say, I can't do this. Yeah. But I always wanted them to feel like they could say it yeah, to me yeah. mm-hmm. because I'm not, I'm not pressuring you to do anything you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. If you have time to do it and it's fun and you like doing it, then yeah. I want to have it be a part of it. And maybe you'll get some traction and maybe someone will hear yeah. about you, yeah. which apparently works because you learned yeah, about yeah. those people. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, <laughs> you know, it's Success not anything. Story. Right. <laughs> and so it's just tough to, to do that. And mm-hmm. I miss it because I love the end product. And I also love working with people and seeing it together. And I love I loved assembling the stories mm-hmm. into a coherent thing. Um, like, what order do these go in? The What's order the best that they way go to in? Flow the flow of it. Yeah. All like, that it's it. really fun to do that. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I did the Waterwake 666, we put them all up on a board and I was moving them around <laughs> wow. because of content and everything. And so, yeah. like, seeing the way everything flew and when you're looking through the book. So, that is super, super important to me. Yeah. And, um, 
I will go back. I'm going to go back and say Chris Pitzer did Telstar, and that book blew my mind. He's a graphic designer, and that book. Ad House. Ad House Books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can look at that book and see how much he enjoyed doing that book and the love that went into that book and the people that he chose to get to be in that book made that thing amazing. Mm -hmm. And that was. I want to say a giant influence on me moving forward with anthologies mm-hmm. because the original wide awakes were just kind of like friends and friends <laughs> and friends. And then you get to this thing that's like this designed official anthology thing that looks amazing, that has fun parts to it that just explores the subject. And so I'm pretty sure without that, wide awake 666 would not exist mm-hmm. because it's even almost about the size of the Telstar book, almost mm-hmm. a little bit, I think, dimensionally. Yeah. Not length, yeah. but <laughs> I think they are similar in size. But So, yeah, I do want to give a super huge thank you for everything to Chris Pitts or for, like, anthologying me. I, I always <laughs> give thanks to Chris Pitts. Yeah. He's awesome. always, always give thanks to Chris And, Pitzer. of course, uh, Chris Staros from Top Shelf, mm-hmm. who he brought indie comics into heroes con and Mm -hmm. set up and had indie comics in Atlanta and he's Atlanta based, you know, Mm -hmm. and he brought these people that are, that was SPX and that was out West and, Mm -hmm. and he, he brought those people to us, you know, and it was like complete awakening and mind blowing. Like, this is what I love and I have to dig for and here it all is. (laughs) And, There's other people just doing it mm-hmm. in their house and just mm-hmm. making them for other people. Well, like speaking of that and finishing off when now Sean and I stopped doing the heavy stuff, we do comic stars now. Right. And the reason we do that is because we have open submission and we'll just fill the rest with words. Yeah. Sean and I write the articles. <laughs> so if we don't get enough pages of art, yeah. we fill it with words, there interviews and things like that. One of the submissions that I do hound on every year to be like, hey, the deadline's yesterday. We really want to print this. Is um, J. Chris Campbell? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, always the last one to get his pages in, but that's okay. We always leave a space for you. And it's it's always – you always get it in just at the wire or just beyond it, just, I'm just good, right for I'm good. I'm good at that. But, uh, yeah, but you always – but you do, and, and we appreciate it. And what you have been doing for us, especially in these comic stars these last few go-rounds, is Attic Bug Stories. Yes. And Attic Bug Stories – I'm going to tie all this together. So Attic Bug Stories <laughs> are also in ZigZag, yeah. which is published by Ad House. So it all kind of comes together. Like, so you've, you've had this Attic Bugs thing for a while now. Yeah. Like, you're doing the Neatobots thing, and you right. really do the Neatobots. Where well, does Attic Bugs fit in with everything? The weird thing is that Neatobots don't exist in comics. Right. They're not. <laughs> I have a lot of Neatobots stuff, and they're not any. Like, if you went looking for them, there is a there is a one um, web comic about Leap Year that was done. <laughs> yeah. But it does kind of bring in a character f- from Neatobots that was done for something else. So there is a, but it's not called Neatobots. <laughs> so, but the Attic Bugs, Attic Bugs started from Fluke Anthology. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the Fluke Anthology because each time the Fluke Anthology, you would go to Fluke, you'd set up, you bring your stuff in, you get a table. Like you just went to an open place in this bar and sat down and you <laughs> traded and sold comics. <laughs> It was amazing. But Tasty beforehand, <laughs> you would submit to this anthology, and then they collect the anthology, and it was released at Fluke. And so I did the Attic Bugs, a two-page Attic Bugs for Fluke. Mm-hmm. And Snuffy, who is the big pill bug guy, was in that. Mm-hmm. And Crandall was actually some little moth character in that. He was a flying moth-like character. So that was the first time they existed. And then after that, I was printing something, and there was extra room on the sheet that was going to be cut off. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) I did an Attic Bugs mini-comic on Mm -hmm. the bottom of that sheet just because I didn't want to throw those pieces of paper away. Yeah. 
And so <laughs> that's where like the first small mini comic of the attic bugs existed. And that's what Chris Pitzer actually saw. Oh, yeah. Um, and came to me and said, Hey, I want to do the attic bugs off of this one thing. I was like, oh, great. But he did read other stuff that I did. Right. But um, he really saw the – and it, it's it's the attic bugs is actually oh, yeah. the title of it every time it runs. It's called uh, it's, it's the Attic Bugs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that is that way, <laughs> but for some reason it feels right every time you read it. It just makes it into this uh, – I, I don't know if it's a – television show that I mean that's be. what it, it's yeah. the attic bugs yeah and that's if you read it it's funny I think like if you read the title properly that yeah. way then when you read the strip I bet you you're more likely yeah, to read it like a, a like a TV show, show like a sitcom or mm-hmm. something like that yeah it's like a if it reads like a like not like a Today sitcom, it reads like a you know, like a nineteen sixties or seventies yeah. sitcom, maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure either. It's just me, me yeah. and silly, and mm-hmm. having characters to play around with, yeah. and they and Snuffy has his personality like is there. I can write him endlessly, mm-hmm. and Crandall's personality is there. So both of those mm-hmm. guys, I know yeah. what, you put a situation out there, and <laughs> I just can have them be in it. You know, yeah. so. It's not a problem to use them. And I guess that's why I did it for your anthology, too. Yeah, like, I was going to kind of ask you about that. Here's the subject. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, crap, I don't know what to write. And I'm like, yes, I do. The attic bugs, are, <laughs> they exist and are people for me. And I just put them in this environment, and they talk to each other, and it's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's, you know, something happens, and there's a problem, and they yeah. go through it and make it worse, and then it solves itself. <laughs> And someone gets hit well, on the head. It is interesting to see, like I say, like you, you always get your things in, like at the deadline. Oh yeah, I but send the, you the but... un, unedited version. Like here it is. Yeah, but don't print it yet because <laughs> the ending is not finished at all. But the pictures are done. You can use it for a placeholder. I'm yeah. so I can't believe that has not <laughs> happened where you've printed them. The, yeah, I don't think the I have. Yeah, I think you've done. Yeah, no. I think. <laughs> yeah, we did. So you get yeah. to see the evolution of yeah, that it's final punchline tweak or something. Happened. Because it's like it's almost like it's almost there. It's like ninety eight, ninety nine percent there. Right. So you mm-hmm. see the finish, and then it's like no, no. I just had to change this one word. Like right. sometimes yeah. it's like literally like, like you'll change one word in the last. The last it's like always that bubble. last bubble. Yeah. yeah, it's your 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 punchline at the very yeah. end well, is there, always. It's, it's writing comics it's the weirdest, <laughs> weirdest thing. You know, again, I can write the attic bugs and just endlessly, but it, it, to, to get it in within a certain amount of pages and to have it finish, <laughs> yeah. that's the writing. Yeah. That's the real writing is finishing, finishing the story in a way that leaves you, I guess, fulfilled, <laughs> you know, but there, yeah. they, he, they, you know, stuff, he always brings it out. I'm trying to give Crandall some, uh, a little bit of time, um, yeah, because <laughs> he's usually just there for Snuffy to play off of. But. <laughs> anyway, just, yeah, kind yeah, of. They're in, the, they're yeah, in yours. Yes, they've not been. Any, they it, were yeah. in Zigzag. The main story yeah. of Zigzag is that because yeah. Pitzer wanted it, and mm-hmm. I was like, I can't do <laughs> a whole thing of him. <laughs> but I mean, I could, but yeah. it's not gonna be. Yeah, and you can see in the first one where it's just like, what's going, you know? Because I'm trying to stretch my legs a little bit and see what I can push with them mm-hmm. to do, but they aren't. They're really not made to do that. They're made mm-hmm. for doing situations. But then I got I got it down. Mm-hmm. And I also want to do other characters that I did in my mini comics and that did, and just do different stories and mm-hmm. different things because it, it. I'm just I don't I guess I'm just manic and go all over the place all the time like this interview well <laughs> that's but, why that's why we know, get along zigzag, you know? that's why we do our thing the comic yeah is like that it's yeah. zigzags and zags yeah. and goes what? around yeah <laughs> yeah and so the second one i think is for yeah. sure probably my proudest thing that yeah. i've done comic wise because it really it zigs and zags, but it's all one story that you read from front to mm-hmm. back and it all goes yeah. together so yeah and you still have some of those when you set up at shows, right? Yeah, Zigzag 1 and 2. two. And you can Pitzer get still has one some. 1 and 2 
from me together. I don't yeah. sell one by itself anymore. Yeah. And Pitzer does, does have, have one or two. At, yeah, the ad house one. And he usually one. brings them mm-hmm. to everything, which is awesome. <laughs> I really, he's he's amazing. If you yeah. yeah. Go buy every ad house book, all of them. Here's every just, single one. Of honestly, them. and I've said, and I've said this before. Every time we go to SPX, if Pitzer says something's good, yes, get it. Go, it's good. Right? There's if, no, yeah. And if he if he says that this is good enough for me to sell at my table, <laughs> yeah, get it. Yeah, if <laughs> like, he's putting it out, it's you worth need to buy reading. It. Yeah, yeah, it's worth reading. Now, but, honestly, we don't own everything from Ad House. I, I we own a lot. To, I used. To oh, have I'm sure everything. he's got so much stuff now. But I used to have everything. Whenever he's got his new book, like he was like, "Hey, this is the new this one. Is one." You get that. You one. Get it. You yeah. make sure you get that book. Uh, it's at Pitzer's impeccable yeah. taste. He's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so right now. <laughs> We I'm should gonna, just do a whole, whole thing on Pitzer. House, we should. House Pitzer. I would happily uh, do that. I'm surprised we haven't. We used to do like publishers. Like we did a few about different yeah. publishers. And I think we talked about doing an ad house. But I think at the time it was early on in the dollar band. And it right. was like me. Yeah. And I was like, we should do an ad house show. And everybody's yeah. like, what's an ad house? Yeah, and I'm like, ah. Dang it. But now with like Sean and you and me. Maybe and we, we can do definitely on do Skype it. or something so we can oh, over the phone. I've is... never done just a show with. With Pitts, I've got the smallest interviews That's what with Pitts. I'm I've never I think done, you have I've to have him to in the. Uh, he's a, he's an integral part of the dollar bin he's throughout awesome. the years and the yeah. family and everything. So right now, new attic bug stories can only be found in dollar bin comic stars. Uh, yes, dollar bin presents comic stars. Um, Eventually, you may collect them, which I would totally understand. There's since- supposed to be a collection. <laughs> yeah, There's supposed to be okay. So zigzag. Yes. Um, happened. There's two issues. There's supposed to be more, but. Apparently, people don't like stories about bugs, <laughs> except for me. I love it. I love the attic bug stories. They're but the, Chris the knew what he wanted. If it had been an attic bugs book, I guarantee you. And he knew what he was doing. He knew that yeah. that would sell, and it probably it might have. But neither one of them are like they're not full. Like yeah. this is what the attic bugs is. Um, I can't imagine what time that would take you to write a full attic books and like really, really sit do down it. and make sure that it's not like just drawn out like yeah. make sure it's actually a solid yeah. full story well the that would be involved man. i Long. did that for what the zigzag <laughs> yeah. was supposed to have a yeah. five-part attic bug story that mm-hmm. is written and uh so it's a whole adventure buddy story mm-hmm. it's actually a time loop story yeah <laughs> so i have it <laughs> mapped out and i have it like in a book that you can see where everything's supposed to happen and what the deal is so but i i collected because the attic bugs were in a couple of other things for free comic book day and Mm -hmm. uh yeah yeah and and fluke anthologies i started trying to get them back in there and i collected them for mishmash they're in mishmash mishmash yeah which is was a download Mm mm-hmm um, when they started doing digital comics, I actually got with Pitzer, mm-hmm. who was asked to do digital downloads, and I should have done more. I just missed the boat on that, really, because mm-hmm. the guy who was doing it, um, Comicsology, I mm-hmm. think is the app, right? Yeah. He was. He loved my stuff, and the people that worked there loved my stuff, and they wanted to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah as comics to download, and so I actually got a standalone app. <laughs> That was mishmash, uh, zigzag mishmash uh, appetizer. So it was, it was comics, and it had apple dumpler from Ad House, and it had uh, attic bugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a mishmash two, mm-hmm. and it's gonna have a lot of the attic bugs in it yeah. and some new stuff. Cool. But I can't get my act together. <laughs> so what are you doing now? I mean, obviously you, you. I am doing a Solar Patrol activity book. Yeah. And it is almost done, and I hope to have it done for Minicon. That's my shoot. And so tell everybody a little bit about Solar Patrol and where that came from and and what that is. Solar Patrol is a laser gun that I bought from a place and painted them silver because (laughs) I wanted them to be silver. (laughs) I saw these these (laughs) laser guns, and they were all bright colored, but they were designed like 50s laser guns mm-hmm. and I'm a sci-fi nut and I love retro futurism. Mm-hmm. And so I saw those things and I was like, Oh my God, I'm buying these and I'm painting them silver. And I bet other people would like them too. So I got them 
And then I made a badge, mm-hmm. Solar Patrol badge, and I made a pledge card. So it's this whole little set. Mm-hmm. When you made the whole backing yeah. packaging material, like the whole backing board back for card, it and everything, yeah. back card, yeah. And so I made it as a little hanger card with the Solar Patrol set. It was mm-hmm. an activity action set. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that is an H2O uh, shooter. <laughs> H2O. I can't remember the exact yeah. So I did that. Yeah. And it's, you know, little kids love it. It's not, like, (laughs) it's ridiculous. I did this whole, all these mini comics and stuff that are very, I I, I don't know, all over the place and are, you know, they're jokey and funny Mm -hmm. and everything. And kids come up because of my colors and how bright and funny looking and silly (laughs) everything is. And I'm like, oh, well, you can't read any of this <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry there's nothing here for you and so i started doing little neobot stuff that was more accessible and i did activity books for neobots and everything so i have an a fix me book that i did originally was a small mini comic but now it's a bigger activity book and you go through the neobots factory and you repair neobots and at the end of the book you get a certificate of robot repair from the <laughs> neobots factory kids love that little book moms and dads love that little book and everything about it and it's cool and so i took the idea of that kind of thing and i'm doing a solar patrol mm-hmm where you go to the Solar Patrol's main office and you join the Solar Patrol and you go on an adventure. Mm-hmm. And so the activity book is a story that you go through the Solar Patrol-like adventure and you do different activities. And then at the end of it, you become a member of the Solar Patrol and get a certificate and everything. So, so that I have something else because everybody's like, what the heck is the Solar Patrol gun for? <laughs> I'm like, it's the Solar Patrol H2O gun. Like, you buy that at Walmart. I mean, in the day, and they didn't have to know what anything was. It's a water gun. (laughs) But I'm at a comic show. They got a need to know what this is. So here it is. It's the whole thing. There they are together. There's the gun and the activity book, and kids can buy it. And. I can point them to it, and it doesn't shoot bullets. It shoots H2O, and I did these little pew-pew books and everything yep. in the book. Well, they they are not books, yeah. Those are, like, the guns in the future are not guns to kill. They are used for other things. Mm-hmm. So this is a book full of all these guns that do other things, and that is kind of an activity book because you're supposed to guess what the guns do mm-hmm. in the book. But it's just it's the tiniest thing. It's not. Anything. It's just real thing. little. It is a little. Pee-pee. I was drawing g- guns, and I was like, I want to collect these. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind. Of, that is kind of a Solar Patrol book, but it's not. So the Solar Patrol will be a place for me to dump all that retro futurism that's coursing through my blood, and all <laughs> that fifties kind of Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon mm-hmm. and. You know, because I, I had Buck Rogers growing up and yeah. Star Wars and all that. And they definitely took cues from the time periods before. Oh, yeah. And the anyway, Solar Patrol is going to let me talk about my love yeah, of retroism. Yeah. But it's also going to present it in a different way. Because I hand drew, which is something different. Yeah, the, I, the I wasn't even going to go into that. But yeah, yeah it's all hand drawn, <laughs> which is weird. Because you're an illustrator guy. Yeah, I do everything vector. vector. And this thing, for some reason, I had to draw by hand. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It doesn't make it f- feel organic. Well, does it feel like? It doesn't feel hand drawn. No, you it look does? at it. Yeah. It looks hand drawn, yeah. but it doesn't feel like it's supposed to go with the retrofuturism. Hmm. Really, it mm-hmm. should be a lot more smooth and crisp and everything. <laughs> but I want it to be accessible. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I wanted to draw with my hands and do paintbrush yeah an illustrator had done something recently to change the program so i wasn't as comfortable yeah and i wanted to draw and i felt more comfortable drawing anyway so it's just hand drawn (laughs) yeah because i mean you don't just do i mean we didn't really go into your your style or your uh, equipment or tools that you use but that's that's like save it for the documentary you know (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I, <laughs> it's did, more I mean, fun, you know. When I go to Free Comic Book Day, yeah, I'm there. You draw. I don't have things for kids to draw. Yeah. For me, Free Comic Book Day has a lot of kids at it. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard does an amazing job of getting people mm-hmm. through the door, and the majority of those people are younger or first time readers. Yeah, um, and they are looking for Batman's and everything. And so I'm out there with this, you know, weird <laughs> robots that no one knows what that is. They just came okay. to the comic book store the first time. Why am I not drawing Batman? And what's that guy's name? Kind of thing. Yeah. And so I draw robots for them and I have drawn robots for a while like that. Mm-hmm. And made you do that one year? Well, last year. It's two I years decided, ago. Right? Was it last year? No, it was last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And force it down everybody's throat because you still get people who ask you mm-hmm. to draw something for them. Mm-hmm. And this year, I was like, I'm going to make it be a thing because I know I draw all day long and I've never mm-hmm. counted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this year, I'm going to count and I'm going to purposely count and do 50 robots mm-hmm. in one sitting. And so I did it. And that you can buy that online. Yeah, and that's Neatobot's that. <laughs> Marathon 50 Robots. I took a picture of each yeah. one and then imported them and. Correct. Except for a couple that you missed, and then other people were able to. Yeah, <laughs> to were able to. You were yeah. able to get them. That's though. right. I you did were miss able to get them. A couple of them, but thankfully <laughs> they're, I was they're able to there. find them. So <laughs> that is true because I called you to <laughs> chase somebody down. But you know, it, it um, so drawing by hand for that too mm-hmm. kind of pushed me wanting to draw more. You know, more all, all of this. You know, it's just. You're an artist. You want to explore and do things yeah. just like you're wanting to do other well, stuff. Well, you do paintings and you do prints. You're yeah. doing like some of you do, you got to do molds now. You yeah. got some things like that. 3D printer, you had your yeah. little, uh, the little wooden uh, guys that yeah. you painted. The Nito bots. The, the, yeah. The little wooden ones. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The peg bots. Yeah. So you, you, you definitely don't just uh, stay yeah. in the one. You, you are yeah. a true Renaissance man. I artist. know people want the comics. And it's just, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't had anybody come up and shake me and say, make more comics or anything <laughs> like they don't. So I just do whatever I want to do. And thankfully there's people out I there. I get my that, annual attic bugs. So right. There's, there's people out there who enjoy all the other stuff too. Mm-hmm. So cool. I'm very thankful to have the opportunity to make t-shirts every year and sell them and just mm-hmm. come up with different, yeah. different things that yeah. I want to see exist. You, you know? still going strong? Yeah. For how many years now? Oh, my God. (laughs) Wide Awake Press was, uh, is it 2000? No. I don't know. Yeah, I remember. I did that 10-year calendar. Four? Then I did, when did yeah, you do 2014 it? probably. Yeah. I did uh, yeah, yeah, 13. I did that 10 that 10 year yeah, anniversary right. calendar. Actually maybe year. longer ago than that, but yeah. It feels it feels longer ago. Yeah. So, so I don't remember, but I remember doing a 10 yeah. year. And I've um, been doing, you know, illustration <clears throat> since 2000. And set up at shows and stuff. Um, shows was not until. What was your first show? God, we man, man we've we're done this we've, before. Yeah, we've we've gone so long. <laughs> we, we just, I think we've talked about it. Ask him at a show. Yeah, come up and say, <laughs> "What was your first show?" And I'll say, "Wow, back in the." Yeah, but um, you got. Well, what do we need to tell people? I don't we know. need to tell people that the dollar bin's awesome, and I'm glad to have I been mean, a part of it. And the stuff yeah. that I've done has been a sounding board. I've not really yeah. ever. I've been on the dollar bin. Yeah, I've gotten the dollar bin to come and do certain things. Maybe yeah. sometimes I'll say, "Hey, come take pictures of this or video this yeah. or." But I don't. Oh, the dollar band fluke anthology. Well, I it was well. It was a, It wasn't a dollar. Not band. the dollar, dollar band, band, but it was that. Yeah, Press. the video that we shot. This is the only one that Wide Awake Press officially did, right? Yes. It's, yeah, the um, fluke anthology with the tree, and it was this one. It's it's uh, what's it called? It's actually a, just the 2009 fluke anthology yeah. with the decision decision, decision decider, decider coin. coin. Yeah, there's that video that we shot, and that's one. Of the, I brought these two books because like yeah. these are like the two. Like this, this is the is, thing that introduced me, and right. this is the thing that like this is where I met like really met Brad and Josh, and then. Yeah. Like, hung out with you guys and you taught me how to like assemble a mini comic like that was like a whole thing and i shot that video yeah um which i still post occasionally it's on our youtube site i think if you search fluke dollar ben yeah something you'll get there's a video of the assembling of the fluke anthology with the decision decider coin uh it was actually posted on uh comics reporter the video was oh yeah you got a fair amount of uh, traffic without this was me me and (laughs) this was me and brad mcginty's yeah uh, yeah yeah. kind of brad was team up here Mm -hmm. i am really proud of this oh absolutely it's got a lot of great people in it Mm -hmm. 
it looks fantastic. The production of it is ridiculous that we did the screen printed cover and it's got the saw blade belly band and and the wooden coin and yeah. The, uh, I'll have to post the assembly video with this. I'll, I'll, I'll link to that assembly video because we talk about how we put it together and everything. It's really great. I really love that video. And so, yeah, like we, I did this and you guys recorded it and you came Mm -hmm. in and this was a, for sure. Yeah. A thing. And I know that also you seeing the, I can't even put my Sorry. own design together. This one doesn't have, it, no, it had sticky. No, it's got sticky. You were oh, using it had sticky. the sticky. That's yeah. right. You were using sticky on that. I was going to cut them and put them together. And it yeah, was you like, got the cut lines there and everything. Don't yeah. You? <laughs> then it didn't. Yeah. No, I don't have my sticky anymore. Yep. I'll, I'll cut those. Yeah. There when you I get go. home. I'll cut them. But yeah, you yeah. saw the smaller mini comic stuff that we did, and you produced some stuff with Dwayne. What was the first mini comic that you did? That was oh, the, well, the first one I did. The, Dwayne was the second one. The first okay. one I did was um, Zombie Crisis. Okay, that I did with Andrew Jewett. Yeah, and uh, that was uh, so much fun. Yeah. Uh, I wrote the whole thing, and then realized that when he finally sent me back the the art, which is amazing. He did watercolor on it and everything. I was very happy that I only had one line of dialogue. But as I was writing, you know, I didn't notice you there's didn't no dialogue. It was all scene, scene, scene. And I got it back, and I was like, oh, it's one. And, uh, like, <laughs> so it was one line. So then I, I wanted to do another one, and I really liked the – I was kind of sticking with the zombie theme for some reason, which is weird because I'm not really into zombies and stuff. I had this idea, and uh, I reached out to Dwayne, and it's like I, – I, I think I was pretty – I was good enough friends with Dwayne by then. And um, I did uh, Zomboween mm. with Dwayne, and that was um, – very dialogue is about a uh, guy who's a shapeshifter – who, um, you know, everybody's talking about, what are they going to be for Halloween? And the shapeshifter can be anything he wants for right. Halloween. So um, it's, it's a kind of a funny story about about that. And Dwayne did an amazing job. Like, Dwayne drew that exactly how I felt oh, really? it should look and be. I mean, just his, awesome. the, he does, like, the ball, he draws everything in ballpoint pen. <laughs> it's just hilarious. But it just, it fit perfect yeah. for what my kind of vision of the style of it should be. And I was very so happy with that, yeah. but but yeah, I mean, I learned how I learned how to do that. I remember I actually came by your office or uh, once, and um, you you showed me how you take these and you cut them. Like you showed me on yeah. like how you lay them out on uh, on um, Illustrator or I guess uh, I don't InDesign. InDesign. You lay them out in InDesign, and you're like, oh, so the comics are this dimension, so I can fit this many on a page this way, and right. I can cut and turn them that way. And this is like, and so like I, I make like you were making them, so you were doing cut them into thirds yeah. so that you, you, can, you can get three sheet. comics per sheet. Yeah. And, and so you showed me all that. So like, like we'd we'd made the uh, you know the folded actually the first dollar bin anthology we had printed professionally, right. and that was the only one. Yeah, and every other That's one why. since then <laughs> I printed I printed right. myself. Yeah, and uh, it was because you had shown me how to do that. You showed me how to like lay them out and cut them and yeah. fold them. I think the very first one you let me you let me staple one of your I don't remember which one it was. You let me staple it, and I did the common mistake of stapling it with the staples going the wrong way. Oh yeah, because you know you think oh it's gonna fold this way, right. you put the staple, yeah. and you're like ah. Oh, the staples are pinched way. on the wrong yeah. side. And then I undid it and flipped it right. around and restapled. I think I may still have that where you sold. I can't remember. Yeah. But um but yeah, but that was like that was all done like in your office. Like okay. pos- no, this table is a different table, I think. No, there was this table. It's the same table this that we're sitting at table. right now. Yes. The same table that we're this sitting is at is where you, you showed me how to assemble it. Yeah. Uh, and then we did the fluke anthology and I, I sat through and I did a lot of the scoring yeah. and folding and yep. learned all that stuff. And, and all that was because um, you were, you took the time to teach me. I remember at one time we actually talked about doing a video podcast, teaching mini comics. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Them. And that one, everything, we have a lot of ideas, but this, we never are like, we're definitely so going to do that. Well, well the one yeah, that we have I a, still want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to do the video mm-hmm. of my dad thing. I do too. I, I Really looked at that. Do that honestly when and I was, you actually went through and did some I work on that and I and I have like I have that footage yeah and I saw it a couple days ago I was moving some stuff around on my hard drive and yeah I really want to cover it like I want to do like I did that interview with your dad about his bike right. at MonsterCon mm-hmm. and I mean like I had such a bigger vision of what that can be of yeah. actually going through and doing a series yep. where your dad picks something Yep. And talk, your dad has the most amazing things <laughs> from the Ridiculous. years and years. And I want, I still want to do that. I, I want to do it too. To. He's still, watching these videos of people online that oh, do yeah. stuff. So he's now. getting ideas and stuff. And he is now, just yeah. freaking loving all of that. Oh, so I'm not bad. mentioning anything about yeah. us to do, do, do it. Yeah. Um, I still think that that would just be incredible. Show. I think it's, I think it's, it would be cool. it, he's got the cool things. Yeah. But, um, I think, uh, we'll go ahead and, and say goodbye to the people. For yeah. Now. 
and we'll we'll catch up with them at a show probably. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I appreciate you interviewing yeah. me. I appreciate being a part of the Dollar Man and. Again, we fed off of each other and creatively and ideas and going back and forth. And I know that you joke sometime about me crushing your dreams. I always crushing my dreams. But I always feel like I'm trying to help when you I help tell me, you not you help to me, do uh, You help me um, focus on some dreams <laughs> while, while, not, while letting these go. Let yeah. these dreams go. Yeah, those are okay. Bring but... me something new. <laughs> And then yes, that one we can. That one you should look at. That one, no, not those. Not you those. don't always listen to me. You not know, always, I know not that you're always. not. I'm not, not the decider. I'm not. You know, I'm just extra. I've had a couple voice of, in the. Crowd. There's been a few flops where you're like, "Nah, you don't want to do that." And I'm like, "I'm doing it, Chris. You can't tell me what to do." And I was like, "Man, I don't and know just why I did that. Back why? Hmm. why did I do that? That seems." But I never tell you. Yeah. I told you so. <laughs> That right, it's true. It's true. But you always remember me crushing your dreams crushing for some reason. Crushing him. You don't give me the credit of <laughs> he was right. I should have listened to him. No, but yeah. Anyway, it, it but yeah, many comics go buy <laughs> comics, uh, listen to the Dollar <laughs> Bin podcast, and buy all of my yep. stuff at jchriscampbell dot com. <laughs> yep. And if you don't see anything you want to buy, contact me. Mm-hmm. And ask me for something, and I will sell it to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, uh, do you do the me at jchriscampbell.com? Me at jchriscampbell.com. You can email me. Yeah. You can even put me at jchriscampbell.com in your PayPal and send me money for no reason. <laughs> Just send me money and say, yay for you being you. And because we're such good friends, you would send that money uh, to a friend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Exactly. So, and then uh, I guess you got a few shows that you'll show up at this year, and uh, yeah, putting together the convention schedule. And right, we got flu. Like we got that. Minicon coming up mm-hmm. really soon. Actually, it'll be over with. I Maybe, guess yeah. that was amazing. <laughs> Minicon was amazing. I don't know. I think I'm gonna put that this up this week. Well, no, because I'll no, post the other yeah. thing. So right. yeah, so yeah, Minicon. We well, could post them both together. I could. Back I could to just, back. Yeah, because who's, who's gonna stop me? Right. <laughs> Minicon was amazing if you do yeah. if you do post yeah. it. Up. Charlotte Minicon was a huge oh, blast. Wow, it was. Uh Dollar Ben set up for the first time ever at Charlotte Minicon. Oh, we, have, yeah. we actually have a table How about at Charlotte that? Minicon and it was great. It was a great experience. <laughs> Almost sold out of everything. We didn't sell out of everything, but it was Almost. Oh man, it, it was, was so close. The to response it. that we yeah. got was incredible. Right. Chris fun? Black, Chris it, Black, oh, so much it was fun. fun. Chris Black was there. We really got to hang out. Yeah. We haven't really bonded and yeah. really hung out at a show in a long time. So it was really good for him, and I think yeah. he had a great time too. I'm glad you had a good time. I know mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, and I know. Hope everybody yeah. else who did. And then Fluke, mm-hmm. we bought our tables for Fluke. Oh we're yeah, standing on the floor <laughs> yeah. at yeah. any kind. Got our tables. <laughs> we're ready to go. We are ready to go. Uh, bought our tables. Very successful. Yep. Uh, easy, easy purchase. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Boom, and so yeah. fluke, and then uh, oh, Comic Con, uh, Greenville Comic Con, SC Comic Con. I'm sorry, SC Comic Con. There's <laughs> always yeah. be Greenville Comic Con yeah. in my heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rob Young putting that great show on the fourth year now of SC Comic Con. Is it? Wow. I think it's the fourth year, and countless Greenville Comic. I don't know how many Greenville. I can't remember how many Greenville Comic Cons he did. Yeah. Um, so he's done quite a few shows and. He's he's a, he puts on a good show. So his his guest list is just building and building. Right. So go to SC Comic Con. That's S C C O M I C O N. So right. it's Comic Con, kind of yeah. with the one C there in the middle. And um and check out that guest list. It's yep. really good. And I will be at Richard's Comics and Collectibles for Free, free Comic Book Day unless he does not want me there. <laughs> I think he does. But even if because he because we've does, already talked to him about that. Well, even if he doesn't <laughs> want me there, I will be standing on the sidewalk at Free Comic well, Book Day there. That's what I do. Well, that's he true. Never, yeah. I mean, he invites Sean volunteers, yeah. and you're set up at a table, and I just yeah. stand there. I'm Occasionally, I bring you a water, maybe. Yeah. Um, I basically volunteer too. Though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he actually does. He takes he, care of the yeah. People he takes that care of everybody who's up there, so. and we get a little card at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Yeah, and he gives us a little uh, gift card. And, he gives uh, yeah. us a little gift card to yeah, yeah. go out to eat or something. Yeah, he takes so, us out. And yeah, he's awesome. It's, yeah, no, he really so Richard's Comics and Collectibles for sure. Go yeah. there if you're in Greenville. <laughs> We're going to go to Borderlands, too. We've, we're yeah, lucky to have two, two comic book shops. It's crazy, right? Same same street for 30 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've had two comic book shops on the same street. I have to believe it's, if not, 
25 years. So Greenville has a population Crazy. of comic book yeah. fans. Yeah, to, to support both shops. Two shops that are great shops. Yeah. And we've had other stuff around, but but again, we're very lucky. So move to Greenville, South Carolina, <laughs> and become a part of our Greenville, Greenville is comic. one of the fastest growing cities in America. Yeah, it's doing really well. I don't why. It's amazing, yeah. and, and you can it's move out place. to Berea, and uh, that's where I live, and <laughs> make our area great again. <laughs> so, and then Harris Con, Harris Con, of course, yeah. which is the best, mm-hmm. the best family comic book convention in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. I have been to, you've San, been to San Diego. Diego. God, we didn't even talk nothing, about that. Nothing, nothing yeah. like mm-hmm. no, Heroes Con has San Diego beat any day of the week. If you're a comic book fan, mm-hmm. there's no reason to go to San Diego. Honestly. I haven't been yet. Well, there's no reason to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> if you like pop culture and you like toys and you like all that other stuff, then for sure. But if you're going to look for comics and you're going to look for comic artists, there's nowhere else to go but Heroes Con. Mm -hmm. I I don't care. Anybody can say something different. There's no way. Mm -hmm. You know? It's awesome. Shelton is amazing. Heroes is amazing. And Rico is amazing. And we'll just bless everybody for 15 minutes, right? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Seth and Carla. That's right. Yeah, those guys all put on a great show. Yep. And then, so that's it for the year is over at Heroes Con. Yeah, your your comic season ends in June. Everyone cries (laughs) and hugs each other, and we walk off into Got to get you up to SPX again one year. It's a a commitment. It's expensive. It is. But SPX is fantastic. I'll tell you Everybody should go once. Yeah, the the, the lost money of not working (laughs) and the cost of going. Yeah, because it's not a two-day trip, you know? You got a trip a day up there. Yep. You got a two-day convention. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, really. Yeah, and you got to drive back. So that's four days, and you got four days of your own food and (laughs) somewhere to stay and comics Mm -hmm. to buy. (laughs) Yeah. Which have gotten a lot more expensive. Yeah, but that's part of it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Chris. Thank you for this. Thank you for everything else um, that we mentioned earlier already. I don't feel like I've done anything but been been a buddy. It's good to have friends. It is. And and to be able to record and hear my own voice later on and say, God, (laughs) I sound like an idiot. So. So. I think it's lunchtime. Yep. Thanks for for listening listening to the dollar, Ben. This has been J. Chris Campbell and my good pal here. Adam Doherty. Adam Doherty. (laughs) We'll see you again here on the dollar, Ben. Good night, folks.